And now. Hello. Peggy. Peggy here. The obnoxious beginning is always a, <laughs> a shock to my guests. Anyways, I have really good guests today. I always have good guests, I feel. Maybe I'm a little prejudiced, but I have amazing guests. I have Paula Messner. I have Ned Rice. What? Yep. Ned's here in the house. And I got Mike Boone. Hi. Oh. (laughs) Pass the Fritos. (laughs) He was just talking about a podcast that had a lot of lit noise. (laughs) So um, I invited these guys because they're freaking funny. These guys are smart, way smarter than me, and uh, talented, and uh, I like them. That's what I do. And I'm here, too. And yeah, and then I had to have Ned. Made me have chips, but... So say hi. Say hi, Paula. Hi. Hi, Paula. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You know what I want to do? Can you promote right off the bat? I want to promote off the bat because I forget. Sure. And do you, did you guys remember your promo shit? Mm-hmm. Oh. I said it twice. Yes, I I remembered mine. I remembered mine. Yay! Paula gets an A. I'm ready. Okay, go ahead, Paula. Tell us all your uh, stuff coming up. Well, I am uh, performing a lot this summer at various festivals. I play kids' music by day and then talk dirty, drug-induced comedy at night. So I try to not let those lines cross. Yeah, <laughs> Columbia. Um, <laughs> So I'm here to promote my book, Miss Paula's Six String Stories. Yay! Six String Stories. And it's basically just a book of some of my quirky songs, original music, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's very retro art. And there's a tattoo starter kit on the front. Oh, nice. Who doesn't want a teddy bear on their lower back? Right. Especially for a three-year-old. That's good. (laughs) Three-year-olds shouldn't be getting (laughs) tattoos. Uh, so it's various, it's eight of my silly songs, and it also includes the sheet music, if you want to play along. Whoa. Oh, nice. If you can read music. Mm-hmm. That's next level. Yes. And my favorite part of the book is I have Let's Pick Our Brain. So it's like book club stuff, but for kids. Nice. Actually, yes. it's really a cute looking book. Thank you. Even I can read it. And you can download the songs. Uh, they're recorded. I have a CD that goes nice. with it and yeah it's just a lot of fun so cool very nice you can buy them at misspaulamusic.com and, and I'll, uh, Lulu's right Lulu. and Lululemon yeah. not Lululemon Leon and Lulu Leon and Lulu yeah. Yeah. get yeah. some tight leggings and a, and a children's book <laughs> Dr. Mom. Freud pick up the white courtesy phone <laughs> yeah so and that's in Clawson yes should I do my homework a little bit well, bet, girl. Well, you've been to that store, obviously. I have. It's yeah. pretty amazing. But I didn't see your book, to be honest with you. I Googled it. It's it's there. I saw it at Christmas. Oh, okay, cool. So I thought maybe we could all read a, a line out of the book. Oh. Just for fun. Read a line, do a line. Yep. Wow. Read the line after you do the line. All right, let's do that. Let's get that shit out of the way. And then... <laughs> yes. Talk about sound effects. <laughs> Isn't it the crowd scream? <laughs> yeah. All right. No, this will be fun. 
So I think you should go first. Oh, gosh. That's Mike. Mike Boone. Mike, Mike, you're going to read this line and this line. Okay. And read it really serious. So all three of them? Yes. That and that. I am a pizza. (laughs) You are a pizza. I am a pizza pie. With a crusty little smile and big old pepperoni eyes. Uh, you added words to that. Yeah. It doesn't say big old pepperoni eyes. It uh, says big pepperoni oh, eyes. Sorry. That I, was so beautiful. Sorry that I'm very, very good at <laughs> This is like literally... I would love to see other comedians try and read this book because the way that they can read text messages is terrible. So like, I'm, like, I'm like, I was very, very concerned. I was like, I'm not sure that I'm able to read. Well, what is this going to say anyway? Is it like, oh, no, at least I didn't say pepperoni nipples, which is probably where I wanted mm, to go. That'd be hot. That'd, yeah. That would soak through your shirt, though. That would look nasty. Paul would be one of those people that wrote a sitcom wouldn't let you veer. <laughs> I know, I know if you add an extra word. Would you like to read us? I line? do, yeah. Hell yeah. I think you should read that first part. All right. This and one. I want you guys to do what she's going to read. All right, you ready? Dinosaur dance. Make your arms really short, like a dinosaur rex. Stand up super tall and stretch out your neck. <laughs> You stomp side to side like you've got a big feet. Let me hear you roar like you're not letting out heat. Did I screw that up? Yes, you absolutely (laughs) did. It's like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, all right. Well, (laughs) I told you you guys are smarter than me. Can I stop now? Yes, you can put your arms back to normal. That's the only one that participated correctly. Mike, I think that reading is more of like an art than it is an exact science. I think I um, so now Ned's going to read. Yes, I have. A, you can read the whole page on the left. Okay. Oh, shit. About, Don't mess it up, Ned. It's only three lines. Uh, I've, before oh. I do, no, adult where, where illiteracy part, is a part. sad, sad thing. If I were to tell you that I can't read, <laughs> one of these lines can be interpreted. <laughs> You're a teacher. Way you different. Yeah. <laughs> the lights are as bright as a sunny day, shining like the sun right in my face. The color is so yellow it could make lemonade. Looking so sweet, I'm going to have a taste. <laughs> the engine is as loud as a thunderstorm. It makes me wake right up. When I hear the horn. It's from Monster Truck. It's about a monster truck. I thought it was about my mom. Okay. <laughs> She's loud. Don't get me started. Did you say fucking? Oh! <laughs> so anyways, you guys, for your kids, get get Paula's book. Six String Stories. Six String Stories. It's cute. It's, it is good cute. Name. Yeah. Okay, next. Ned. Give us your promos, baby. Uh, my colonoscopy video drops on Friday. <laughs> oh, great. It's kind of an inside look. <laughs> Behind the scenes, you might say. Because I'm very old. Oh, I have nothing okay, to wait. promote. I go to open mics, and um, I don't have anything major on the horizon. No, you sound like me. Just I trying don't. to be, my, you know, just trying to live my best life, and my kids are amazing. And That's you're all. good to your mom. Oh, and breakfast uh, wine is a thing now. Oh, nice. that's all I know. Ooh. 
nothing to promote. <laughs> That's good. You're here. That's oh, I'm all sorry. I care. No, I'm on this podcast. So yes. Hello. Promote. That's, that's my big thing. All right, Mike. Uh, I'm at. I have also have nothing to promote. Um, I'm at the Midwest Queer Comedy Festival in Columbus. Nice. Uh, next week for uh, next week Wednesday through Thursday. I don't know the dates, but the 13th maybe. Um, through the 16th maybe of January. Nice. And then at the end of January, I'm at uh, the Miguel Palton Ice Cream Show for Joe Awesome, and then I'm also at. Uh, another show somewhere oh i'm at uh planet ant uh for a show called uh uh blind date on stage nice oh wait i have to go back i'm in that too oh are you i play the uh, robert stack part of it's it's a valentine show do you know anything about that no valentine's gone bad or something Miles is going to kill me, but I'm 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 in that show. Okay, I'm not supposedly. Yeah. Nice. Oh, also uh, two I'm, days after Valentine's Day. Yeah. Also, I'm in uh, Galentine's Day at uh, the vodka place in Ferndale. Um, Valentine. Valentine vodka. Yeah, I'm on a Valentine's <laughs> Day show at Valentine Vodka. Uh, it's for uh, First Step, um, hosted by Haley Zurich. It's a great uh, charity show. And it collects a lot of money. We make like several thousand dollars a year. We've been doing wow, it for a couple that's years. Cool. It's, great. it's for um, First Step, which is uh, a show. Uh, it's I'm going to butcher this, but it's like a, a woman's shelter. Okay, nice. awesome. for a, a domestic violence yeah. uh, situations, yeah. and it is a great charity. And you know, it's a great charity because the person that goes up to uh, talk about their charity at the comedy show is not making any jokes, and she is very serious. Oh, <laughs> that's, how, yeah. that's how you know, and that's yeah. how you know. You're yeah. like at the end of her thing, you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is like <laughs> real. This is the real deal." So, mm-hmm. how do I follow that? Yeah, oh, the best. Yeah. The best slot is right after that. <clears throat> yeah, and now the comedy styling is out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now let me tell seven dick jokes. In her <laughs> Just don't laugh at her speech. Yeah. <laughs> People but, think it's supposed to be funny. I did, what shows? What? Oh, that, that I have this summer? Yeah. Oh, that's just a bunch, like at Farmington Hills and Southfield oh, and Novi. Okay. Yeah. All right. Plymouth. All right. I have, um, I'm doing the LA to, De- or Detroit to LA, January 17th. I actually did the LA to Detroit contest. Yeah. And I did pretty well. Yeah, well, you're here. <laughs> they put me on a bus and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Boast, I did the I Royal Oak to Warren one and one. Yeah, and here I am. And they said never come back. <laughs> oh, to Warren, Jesus. Anyways, um, I have some questions for you. Speaking of improv, you do a lot of improv, right, Mike? No, I've never done improv. No, I'm just a. I'm just a. <laughs> I'm just a guy. Until right yeah, now, I've never really. I've uh, I've dated a few improvisers, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in the scene that way. Um, you hate hearing that in bed. Okay, I need an occupation <laughs> yeah. and a location. Yeah. Wait, we're we're about to. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they never really had an occupation or, <laughs> or really a location to give. But yeah, that's the problem with dating people that are uh, location. Uh, my mom's basement. No, yes. you, you don't play this game right now. Yeah, no, I've never done improv, but I'm a I'm a friend with a bunch of improvisers. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. I really okay. So what I do is I stalk you guys, try to find out, and I couldn't find anything from Mike. He was like, he was the hardest guy to find. He's Somebody, a mystery man. He's got like he's human biology major. Yeah. Uh, or, or studied human biology, right? At yeah. Michigan State, and so he's a brainiac. I can't even say I can't even spell biology. Yeah. 
I have a master's degree in biomedical engineering, but it's not a big deal. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I never finished. It's not natural. Yeah. I think you should give us some fun facts about the yeah. human biology. Oh, it's gross. Yeah, let me think about. It. Let me think. Like an eyeball, yeah. an eyeball thing, or people yeah. are smelly. What really are tongues? You know, <laughs> baloney. No, biomedical is like incredible. It's yeah. like it really science is. fiction, really super cool. Yeah, I yeah. think yeah. I'm, I'm counting on you guys. To yeah, at my age, yeah. like I'm looking for some new. Me too, man. Some new parts. I've been in it for about like, well, school for four years and then ten years in it, like as a professional. And I hope one day I understand what I'm actually doing. So. <laughs> it sounds so confusing. Now you're scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody ever comes up to you to party. Hey, what about that new like? Yeah, know, like if yeah. you're if you're a dermatologist, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. a medical engineer. I don't. I don't imagine. Yeah, can I show you my goiter? Like, <laughs> what do you know about shunts? Because my brother-in-law, what yeah. a dick. Somebody asked me to see their goiter, I'd say yes. <laughs> like, what? I'm very interested in that goiter. Show me what that goiter. What a great pickup line. Seriously. Can you see your goiter? Have you ever seen one this big? Yeah. No, it's okay. Touch it. It's fine. <laughs> I got something really cool to show. Yeah. <laughs> nice goiter. It's 36D. Yeah. <laughs> Saving up for another one. Oh, goiter! Who would have thought we would have talked about goiter? Put on a little robe of doctor. Be right with you. And are you related to Pat Boone? No. And <laughs> do you get asked all the time? I'm not Pat Boone. It's more like Daniel would be the yeah. one. Yeah. And like everybody with the last name Boone, from what I'm finding out as <laughs> I grow up, is it's like when people say that they're like point. One percent Native American or whatever—it's like that with the mm-hmm. last name Boone. You're like, yeah, we're related to Daniel Boone, third cousin, second removed. As long as it's not Debbie Boone, yeah, someone lit up her life, yeah, like, and we've never heard the end of it. Light up that record and toss yeah, it all right. <laughs> so uh, anyway, Ned, I'm not a biomedical engineer. No, you're a teacher. I took a different path, and you did improv. Never. God damn! I, I don't even suck. know what that means. You're from you were I in New York. I worked at the though. Improv in New York. The oh, Improv. Oh, okay. But it's a stand-up club. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I thought you did improv. So tell me how you what What's your deal? How did you like? You were in New York. You've been doing comedy for a while. Then you came I back. I did comedy to, in college. At yeah. Them. Okay. And then I took a 25 year break just to kind of clear my head. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, did most 25 a year. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then did writing. Did a lot of writing. And yeah. Then I, Moved back home six years ago, and I went to a show, and I thought, oh, yeah, I remember that. Maybe I should try that. That was a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it's really fun. I really like being I know, in, the, in the game. It's just like it used to be, except two differences. Instead of saying, I killed, comedians say, I killed it, which is just weird to me. Oh, yeah. It's just odd. And the other thing is, instead of a spiral notebook, everyone brings their phone on yeah. stage. Other than that, it's the same. Same thing. It's the same routine. Yeah. Um, I saw... Okay, last time we we were together, it was at um, New Way. Do you remember that night? Anyways. Yes, yes, in in Inferno. Someone just sucked the wind right out of that room, Mm -hmm. and he went up. Name names. And you did so flipping good. I don't. I don't know. You just pulled everybody in. I was like, I followed you. Was that the night the... Black families. Yeah. Oh well, that was hysterical. That was. That fun. was a good. Th- and these you started four, it. These four black uh, grown-ups. They were ready. They were like somebody's family, and they were sitting right by the stage. And I said, "Well, I have to do something." 
And he I was said, going. Are on. you? Are you? Are you the judges from the BET version of The Voice? And they went berserk. Like good berserk. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, they were screaming, and it was like after that it was just. It was just smooth sailing. Yeah, you I got did them on that. My side. That was. Funny. It was so because I, yeah, I followed him too. I think I did. Probably yeah. And uh, he just like pulled everybody. Every back. so often. Well, that's a that's a kind of improv, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's not I can't do that. Shit. I wish I could. I can't do the room or anything, but... Get him on your side. <clears throat> I know. That's what you said. Get him on your side. We said a great many things that night, Peggy. I know. Here you are in war, and then things have changed. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I, I get it. So, who's Silver Friedman? Silver and Bud Friedman were on Broadway. He is a producer. She was a song and dance person. And they set... They, found this abandoned coffee shop on 54th Street, 44, 44th, 44th and 9th. And it was a place where people could go after the shows. Singers, comedians, dancers, mm-hmm. comics. And they, they served coffee. And they called it the improv. And people started doing stand-up there. This was in the 60s. Nice. It's the first stand-up club in New York. Really? And then next thing you know, Richard Pryor was doing sets there. Jay Leno would drive up from Boston. You saw those guys? That was before me. Oh. Although I did meet Pryor there once. Nice. Um, sure. You know, Robin and Liza would get up and sing, and it became a thing. And it became a lot of big acts came out of the improv. Nice. And then they got divorced, and then Bud started the L.A. improv, and then, you know, 20 others. And then Silver just ran the New York one. And she was my boss. I worked the door. I was a bartender. Nice. And that's when I started meeting writers and comedians. Oh, that's how you do it. You know, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Very and, cool. Uh, it was pretty pretty cool. She was a great lady. Nice. Um, I, Paula. Yes. <laughs> I feel like. That's her. Hi, Paula. <laughs> we'll raise our hand. <clears throat> so how did you, when did you start doing the comedy? I've always, music. Well, I've always wanted to try it, and I'm a guitar teacher, uh-huh. and I've been doing music, playing kids' music for 20 years, punk rock and all that before that, and one of my new students was Spencer Gillerin, mm. and he's like, my oh. mom and dad are comedians, and I went out to the car, I said, I want to meet them, and said I always wanted to try, so they invited me to Bolero, and then they're like, well, do you want to play guitar between comedians? Oh, so that's how you start. And then I'm like, I'm going to get up one time, and so I wrote this song called Blessed, and... It went over. I'm like, it went over really good, and I it was really fun. Do you like it? I mean, do, I do. Do you like it as much as music? I mean, you know. What I mean. Yeah, I like songwriting, <laughs> so I can write jazz songs. I can write kids songs. I can write funny songs, and so I just love writing songs. And I don't know. For me to do comedy, and probably most comedians, don't you feel like just stupid shit happens to you all the time, and you just like to tell stories about it every day, <laughs> every day, like, every day. I can make a joke out of going to the grocery store and like you know tripping over something and yeah. you know, the, the pudding yeah. or whatever you know. Yeah. So I just like to write. So when I did it the first time, I became hooked. Took the class with Bill, and he really liked the music aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. Guitar acts are fun. It yeah. Gets everybody I, involved, and it's fun. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. So I have about five songs I, I've got going right now and uh, always working on more. Yeah. yeah. Mike, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, for like seven years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've seen you a couple times <clears throat> only. I'm 
dying to see you more, but you did the last time I saw you was fifty first jokes and yeah. you did really well. Oh, Go see Mike at the Independent and at Trixie's. Okay. Yeah. Those are really good rooms. I'm at for like Mike. Yeah, I'm at I tend to do the rooms that are more like in the city and that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I you'll probably never see me in like Clinton Township. <laughs> <laughs> not nothing like I grew up there, but like you're never gonna see me there. <laughs> I'm trying to picture you at the at the what, the Gratiot Pub. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. God. No, you'll never see me at places like oh that. Oh my gosh. I, I would, grew up there, so I ain't coming. I, place. I grew up there. I'm never <laughs> stepping back over unless I'm going to see my parents. There's you know what's that. funny is my sons both hate Clinton Township. Yeah. They live in Ferndale. Yeah. They lived in Mount Clemens like a few years ago. They hate it there. Yeah. <laughs> so they're right with you. Yeah. I will never be on the on that. That side, Gratiot Pub is where you hope bikers show up. Mm-hmm. It's just like a nasty place, but it's a stage. Yeah, and, you just and I like Charlie Hill. Charlie Hill's terrific. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I enjoy that. I that open well, it's a person. It's a different kind of thing. You well, I'm like trash, so I kind of fit right in. I don't know. trash. <laughs> I want to go there now. I don't get it. <laughs> What's happening there? It's the it kind does of place get a little crazy. I have seen fistfights there. I've seen ambulance. People show up to take away drunks, and I've seen women flash their breasts to comedians at least four times. Wow, that it's was me. That that was okay. <laughs> that was okay. Us. Even at girl <laughs> comics, I didn't think you wanted to promote that, Peggy. But if you want, we can. Will they flash at girl comics too? I haven't seen that, and it and it really bothers me. I think it should be either way. I think, I think it should so. be an equal it's opportunity flasher. That's discrimination. I know. <laughs> Like oh, like, oh, and a couple weeks ago. Wait, there's women that do comedy? I know. Isn't that strange? <laughs> I think they call it improv. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> a couple weeks ago. You're not any good, but yeah. <laughs> good. Sometimes these, like, bros show up. They all work in the same tool and die factory. And they're like, you should do comedy. So they show up at places like that. Yeah. And, and there are buddies, they just drink, and then one of them gets on stage. A couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, guy went on stage and he literally took his pants down and put the microphone between his ass cheeks. That's nasty. And he was going to try rapping, or, and it was, it was utterly bizarre. <laughs> and Charles Hill ran up on stage, grabbed the mic, threw it down, said, get the hell off my stage, went out to his car, got a fresh mic. It was nuts. This is like, you know, 1230 in the morning. It was great. Oh, my God. I don't usually stay that late. Well, I go after Trixie, so it ends up being. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is fun. (laughs) Oh, sure. I'm not knocking it. It's just not like there's no point in taping your set there, for example. That would be pointless. Yeah. When I was there, there was uh, almost a fight. Mm -hmm. I think you were there with me. I can't remember. But well, you said some things I, I didn't left. like, Peggy. Yeah, you said I know. A few things I didn't. And, and, you know, we almost went round and round, but we worked it out. It's okay. I never went up. I just said, "Okay, I'm out of here. I don't want to." I, I do remember. Afraid to go there. I do remember that night. We were like, no, "Yeah, not tonight." No, nope, I'm was, out. I'm there too was like old a for this solid. Shit. There was like a solid year where I'd show up to a mic, and within the first five minutes, I'd determine whether or not I'm going to sign up for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So I just like look around and be like. Especially after the pandemic, I'd be like, yeah, yeah this is not the night. Yeah, <laughs> Sometimes it's not it's like, worth it. It's like a poker yeah. game. You watch for a while. I'm like, no, no, not tonight. No, it's time to go home. Yeah. Yep. So how long have you been doing comedy, Paul? Um, about nine months. Okay. You've nice. been seven years. Mm-hmm. Seriously, uh, two, two and a half years. And then yeah. back in the 80s. Okay. <laughs> so it's been a while. Yeah. The break, the 25-year break. That's the one. So at school, were you always funny, Ned? 
It was the only way the cool kids would talk to me. Yeah. I was uh, not a clown per se, but they, yeah, it was the only way I could get any attention from the in crowd, most of whom are in prison now. Nice. But at the time, it seemed important, <laughs> you know. And you grew up where? I grew up in Livonia. Oh, Born okay. in Detroit, grew up in Livonia, and then I went to college in Ann Arbor. Okay. Mike, how long, or uh, have you always been funny? Uh, I don't things i don't know it was like it was that sort of thing to like keep from getting bullied right yeah so it was like one of those skills that you developed i remember like in the fifth grade there was this girl who was like very nerdy and then all of a sudden one day she just got very funny and i was like oh i'm just gonna copy her Mm -hmm. so i did that and that took me years so first i was just weird and then i was funny eventually yeah it's a survival it's like remember richard belzer said uh you remember richard belzer yeah yeah he said i learned to be funny because when my mom was laughing, she wouldn't hit me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. sweet. That's really a sweet story. Yeah. <laughs> Something to distract bullies. Yeah. 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 How about you, Paula? People tell me I'm funny, especially yeah. if they're really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I like to tell stories. Let's I leave my family. Add embellishments. <laughs> Did you? You guys have a dark childhood. What does that mean? You know what I mean, like. Mm. Where the you know how they say comedians are from a bad childhood or it's I came from a very normal childhood. Me too. I played yeah, music. I, I was so playing too, yeah. bands and stuff. Oh, Ned's We've, thinking. Uh, are you gonna cry? <laughs> it was a dirt floor. The year was nineteen forty five. The war from, just ended. It was fucking Livonia, let's be real. <laughs> We've had so many interventions in my family. We just call them surprise parties. <laughs> That's directly from my act. Uh, yeah, there's uh, yeah, there's a fair amount of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anybody funny in your family? Un- oh God, oh, my family—they are funny people. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. But you know, they're not well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any funny in your family? Yeah, uh, my family is very funny. They like doing that. They're very like sarcastic and yeah. sort of like they like doing that sort of comedy. So I think that's where I get a lot of that from. But it's a lot of like inside jokes and a lot of like. You know? yeah. Plus, you yeah. sort of have your own language in, in, within the family. Yeah, like yeah. jokes that just we get. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. How about yeah. You? My husband's really funny, but he's kind of dark. Funny. Yeah, I like. And that. then my kids are really funny. Yeah. And, but my family growing up, my siblings and mom and dad, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> my dad was kind of funny, but my kids are funny. My husband's really funny. So, um, yeah. Uh, you know, people th- come up to me all the time and say, are you the one with the guitar? Always. <laughs> at, at 51st Jokes. I must have got that four times. Are you serious? No. We don't look anything alike. So I was gonna, I was gonna get a T-shirt and put. Uh, Adeline's gonna kill me for saying. She goes, "You can't tell anybody if you're gonna do this." I was gonna say, "No, I'm not the one with the guitar." <laughs> People ask, say that all the time. I give lessons. I can teach you. <laughs> you could call yourself Peggy No Guitar. No guitar. Baby. <laughs> no, sort of Johnny Guitar. You know. It's like I don't wear glasses on stage. I know. Oh, like no. it's just. Should always take credit, though. What do you mean? Someone says in showbiz, "Did you do the song?" To always say yes. Yes, because you never know. Yeah. Were you? Well, were you at Madison Square Garden? <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yeah, just in case. Because <laughs> how? What are they do? Look it up. They're, right. They're, they're yeah. idiots. 
They're idiots. There's a Google machine. <laughs> Mike's trying to say something. Oh, no. I was just thinking somebody told me I look like somebody. Or I, they asked me if I was somebody else, and I couldn't remember. It's Oh, Scott Sphelan. They asked me if I was. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were like, are you the guy with the funny laugh or whatever? <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> I was like, I think I know who you're talking yeah. about, like, but I don't, I don't see that at all. I don't know him that well, so I'm like, I, I guess. Yeah. You should have seen. I had him on one of the podcasts, yeah. and uh, I had Re, uh, him, and uh, Tori J. Now Tori J, I don't know if you guys know her, but she's know really quiet. Mm. She's quiet girl. She was and Scott was really quiet. It's just like so funny how yeah, you never know. Yeah, so. Your writing processes, you guys. Like, do you, do you write every day? Do you wish you could write every day? I mostly write at clubs when other people are on stage. I just like it's more like transcribing. Oh, yeah, I steal You're like everything. Stealing <laughs> everything, Peggy. Come on, try to keep up. Sorry, <laughs> he walks in with a notepad and a pencil. Look out, ching, ching. So I never, ever, ever sit down to write. I. If something occurs to me, it's usually like when I'm in line somewhere, do, putting away towel. It, it just things just. I never sit down. Okay, now we're going to do this. I, but some people do, and that works. For them. Well, do you then write? Like, do you get the idea and then write? Yeah, like, yeah. But it just pops in my head, whatever uh, it is. Like, what if that was this? And then yeah, and then sometimes I'll just write it on a on a post-it note, mm-hmm. and that, and then I'm done. Yeah. So, but I know some people will sit down. For X number of hours and try to literally write. I've never had any luck with that. No. no. Mike? I'm going to try to keep a journal this year. But other than that, uh, not re- it's like in the shower or whatever. But it's also one of those things where I haven't changed. My act has been about the same like four topics for seven years. <laughs> so it's like I eventually just kind of like figure out a joke. Mm-hmm. You tell it and it's bad. And then you tell it again and then it's a little bit better. And then you tell it 7,000 more times. And so sometimes yeah. you end up writing on stage. Yeah. Which is super cool. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I've done this so many. Wait a minute. And then you think of something right then and there. Yeah. And, and then, then that's better. really cool. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Hope that you filmed it. <laughs> you would. Or, yeah. Or try to jot it down. But, yeah. Well, the problem with now. Well, I felt like at one point when I was mostly writing on stage, I'd kind of get like bad habits, like, especially if you're doing a bunch of open mics and that sort of thing. And then now I do mostly showcases and mm-hmm. book shows or whatever. So it's less of. I fall into less bad habits, but then I can't remember what I write on stage. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, so you don't so record. Should, yeah. Should I record, record <clears throat> but I don't listen. I listen I to it once listening. and then, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. How about you? I think of stuff when I'm driving or in the shower yeah. or, and I text myself. <laughs> so yeah. I have all these Sometimes texts to myself. I email like, yeah. myself. People. But yeah. Do you email yourself? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I text myself. Yeah. And one of the last texts on my phone was. When I was in Japan a long, long time ago, this couple was getting married, and I wasn't at the wedding, but they sent me pictures, and on their cake, I'm not even kidding, can I swear? Yeah. Their cake said, fuck for life. (laughs) And I texted myself that, because I want to get, because they sent me a picture of it, and my friend didn't believe me, and that's what it said on their wedding cake. Fucked or fuck? Fuck. No, fucked for life. That's like on the divorce cake. (laughs) No, fuck for life. Like, they're... Goodness. I'm like, wow. Good for that's them. That's awesome. Nice. I just they're still together. How was it? How was it when they pushed the cake in each other's face? <laughs> and another life. thing. I know. I could see how the little flower girl. Yeah. What's fucked for life? Yeah, fucked for life. Me for fuck. So what'd you think of the wedding reception, Father? <laughs> well, 
Parts of it I liked. <laughs> the cake was good. I got the F. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah I wake I at five in the morning I'll think of something I go on Google Google keeps and put something in and but then I I do write but I don't sit there and write for two hours but I I do. I work, do a lot of writing at work. That's why I'm not selling any cars. <laughs> <laughs> you should do a whole thing on cars. I know. I and try it could be to. advertising as well. Oh, at the same time. Yeah. Really fun. Yeah, Give me my card after this. the show. <laughs> I recently went to a writing workshop, and one of the guys that was there is like a younger comedian with these like beautiful one-liners and like whatever. And we had four older comedians than him, and uh, we none of us could write for each other because our voices are so different and weird. Yeah, and, but everybody could write for him because he just was so good. And we're like, God damn it, you do comedy like how we should be doing comedy, not <laughs> as these like strange characters or whatever. Yeah. We should be doing it as you. And it was very very irritating. I wanted to drown it. Mm-hmm. Where was the writing thing? Uh, it was at the Independent. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah, we don't. I, they don't do it very often. And it was like, yeah, but. Did it help? Uh, not for me, but it really helped for Jack. <laughs> oh, who's, oh, I know. Uh, Jack Reeves. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a real Yeah, he's, he's really, a... really good. And yeah. it was uh, one of those things where it was like, oh, he's doing it how, you know, like how how, how, how you'd expect a, a comedian, mm. especially like somebody who would want to get on like a Letterman or whatever, you know, like how you would expect that. Yeah. Um, and then we just kind of do it as like silly character comics, which is not. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, Joel's class with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys, you did Bouchard's, right? Bouchard's. You guys, did you? I, I did Joel's. No? I did Joel's You class. did Joel's, yeah. I was valedictorian. Oh, was, good for you. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> Would you came. vote yourself? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Isn't that the advanced class, though? Don't yeah. you have to get through Bill to get to Joel? <laughs> I, I did Bill's two years ago. Okay. Yeah. but Or you can just been doing it. Oh. So you could take Joel's. Well, you did Bill's. I did so, Bill's. Yeah. Anyway, I got a lot out of it. I enjoyed it. Then I heard um, Mike Green's doing one, too, but he won't do it again. So I don't know why. Do you know who Mike Green is? I um, worked with him at Stan's. Yeah. And I hear he's really knowledgeable and yeah, good he's and stuff. That's not guys. what I thought the way that she said that. I heard he's really Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I oh, he's diabolical. Don't get yeah. me wrong. He's bent on world domination, but he knows comedy. Uh-huh. Yeah. I hosted for him my first jaunt in yeah. comedy. He was incredible. I wasn't. Oh, I'm emceeing there in January. I forgot to tell oh, you. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> the 19th, This 20, is 21st. January, you know. <laughs> You know, after the new year, I'm going to work on that. Uh-oh. He meant 2024. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys ever get discouraged? Yep. Yeah, like right now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is <laughs> no, It's not the podcast. No. I, I left 50 First Jokes and it was nobody's fault by the 50 First Jokes going, maybe this isn't for me anymore. Oh. Maybe it's time to pick up a different hobby. Oh, I don't think so. I thought you did great. Yeah, I did fine. But it wasn't because of any of that. It wasn't because of anybody. It was just one of those things where it was like, I don't know. It may have just been I was hungover too, but it was just one yeah. of those things where I was like, uh, I think it's I'm stressed about this festival this weekend. But oh. yeah, so every once in a while you get a little bit discouraged. But yeah, I get comments from comedians all the time. They message me. They're like, yeah. It, they're like, I'm quitting. I was like, you've said that after every single set that you've ever done. You know, it's like. Yeah. It's easy to 
get weird yeah. about it. It's it's such a mind fuck as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it is. It really, really is. It's like, God. Every time I get up, I think I'm never doing this again. And then I'll watch the video and I'm like, all right, it wasn't that bad. And, all yeah. right. And then I'll get a gig or whatever. I just need to get more gigs. I need to try. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's so, it's so like show busy, but I'll be like, what's the point? Who cares? Just look at all these people. And then I have a good set somewhere. I'm like, here we go. Like, <laughs> never mind. Just we one met. good set. That's enough to get me back on the train. Having a good set. Well, you and uh, I, I met you and Paula at um, <clears throat> Dexter. What's the name of it? Comedy Experiment. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. That's a wonderful room. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that place. yeah, and that was good. Have you ever done that? I've never been there, but he's invited me out several times. Oh, you got to do oh, it. I always have a hard time because every time that I want to do it, I'm doing Blind Pig. That oh. week as well. So then it'll be like one week of going there and then twice in two days. And I just don't yeah. want to do that. It's far. Yeah. Yeah, but I gotta figure that out. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's good. If I can good remember his name, Greg. Greg, Greg Sharp. Sharp. Yeah, okay, there we go. It's a really good. <laughs> it's like, I like a best friend, <laughs> <laughs> greatest person I've ever met. <laughs> Super big idol. <laughs> I have to go do what's his name show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm the worst with names. I don't know if you've heard any of my oh. podcasts, but I always fuck up the names. Your guys' names were really <laughs> easy. I'm like, yes, I could spell them. <laughs> so, um, what is the worst night you guys had? Mine was Richmond. Really? <laughs> yeah. Let's hear about it. It was just, the crowd was not laughing at all. And Jason Gillering got up and he started picking on this one guy and he was talking about Viagra and he started picking on this guy who had a Marines. He was a former Marine. And I seriously thought there was going to be a fist fight. I thought this guy's going to punch Jason and Jason smoothed it over. And at the end they were hugging but wow. that was a tough crowd. Mm. Like the only table laughing was my table. I mean, maybe they weren't. Other people weren't drinking or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird how sometimes it happens. That sometimes, happens. Yeah. yeah, it's unpredictable. It was very unpredictable, and it was funny. I was sitting with my friends beforehand. We were eating, and we were talking about somebody that was in the hospital, and it was serious conversation. And the lady next to us, she's like, "Excuse me." I'm trying to eat. Do you think you could talk about something else? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You're like eavesdropping. And you're like, we're talking about a friend that's dying. That's like on life support. And we weren't talking about like blood and pus and all that. You probably like that. Yeah. Like, oh, I love that. Like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so shop, you know, it yeah. kind of set the tone for the night. And it was really weird. It was a great group. It was, oh. you know, Jaden, Jaden put the show on. Yeah. And I thought everybody was good, but the crowd was, that was a tough crowd. Yeah. That happens. You never know. What How about happen. you? Uh, I was in that crowd and I was giving her hell. <laughs> so I felt, I felt bad about it. No. Probably the worst. Well, there's been lots of. But the most recent one, I was at Unclub in Ypsilanti mm-hmm. at the brewery. And the stage is here. Behind the stage is a big window out to the street. And right before I went on, uh, a guy rushed the stage, tried to start duking it out with somebody. Oh, jeez. Four people, like the cook. And the bartender and two other guys dragged him outside. They were having a full-on fist fight right behind me when I was trying to tell my little jokies. Oh, my God. So the audience oh my said, God. whoa, four cop cars showed up. I'm sitting So anyway, the thing about pets is, <laughs> the behind me was this wrestling match. It was awesome. But not good. I ended up just, I just took off. But yeah, that was that was pretty, that was a, oh, that's kind they of a were cool a little story. distracted. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah, that was bad. How about you, Mike? 
Um, I did a show at in Ontario at Haddon's Comedy Club when that was a thing. Uh, it was like a downstairs comedy club, and uh, halfway through the show, like the sewer backed up or something, so the whole place smelled like sewage. Oh, and so that was terrible. And then the, on the second show, I also drove Josh Adams there, so it was like me and Josh Adams, and we're hanging out, and we're having fun, or whatever. There was like these great comedians on. There was like this young trans comedian and he was so cool and like we had the best time and all this stuff and uh but we go to do the last show and i apologize because i was telling dirty jokes at night i'm like i'm so sorry they were like they were with their parents they were like 16 i was like oh god Um, (laughs) well the last show there's this drunk woman who is so drunk like just screaming the whole time like like i went up and she was like oh my god you're so cute and then i would like tell a joke and she'd be like hey cutie come here for a second it was just like just Mm. screaming and like she was being nice, but it was like very weird. <laughs> Sorry. And then, and then Josh goes up, and then she's she just like, "Oh my god, he was cute, but you're sexy." And then she was just like going on and on and on about him. As soon as Josh finishes his set, she passes out, and then the show's done. And then they're all trying to get everybody out of the like they're trying to get the audience to leave. Yeah. And she's passed out, and she's with her boyfriend or something. And they're both just like. Or he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, she's not moving. So a bunch of the comedians had to, like, lift her out of this, like, sewer-smelling basement oh. up the stairs. It was, and was there a second show? And no, that was the that was the last show. Oh, too bad, because it'd be funny if there were people in line. How yeah. was it? <laughs> it stinks. Yeah, yeah, no, that the was the... sewage part was the good part. Yeah, that was the late-night show. But, however, every late-night show that I've ever done in Canada has all been a nightmare. Oh, really? Well, yeah, there's just been like big drinking stuff. And even late night shows here are kind of bad. Because yeah. it's like one of those things where you get off of work, you go to dinner, mm-hmm. then you have a couple of drinks, but the show doesn't start till nine or ten. Yeah. You're having a couple more drinks, you're on your you know. Way, yeah. 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 So what's been the best advice you guys got doing comedy? I know. <laughs> Quit. I got mine. <laughs> Quit. <laughs> to get the uh, mine was I used to do different stuff every time I went out in my first time doing comedy. This time, uh, Joel was like, get your seven minutes down and then add another seven and add another seven. He might have said five. I don't remember. So that to me, that seemed to really work for me. So I, I do the same shit every time open mic, but that's what they're for. So um, that that was the best advice that I feel I got. I think mine was probably, you know, you could just go back and get your master's. <laughs> be better. Best advice was probably, don't worry about it so much. Oh. Actually, go and have fun, which is the last thing anybody wants to but it's actually true. True, yeah, it really is. And then you kind of like, <clears throat> I will never meet any of these people ever again. I don't know these people. Who cares what they think? And over time... That does help. Mm-hmm. You still want to do well, but like, eh, I bombed in front of a bunch of people in Mount Clemens, so. Yeah, right. And it makes a difference. I think that helps a lot. Yeah. Mine was just slow down. You know, I, mm. I'm, I'm still really new at this, but, you know, I'd get up there and start talking really fast and I'd mm-hmm. blah, 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 and people, <laughs> so just mm-hmm. slow down. Oh, okay. And then the do things in threes, is that like a thing? The rule of threes. The rule of, yeah, it's like a, Cliche. Okay. You guys all know that. But it's it's yeah. a cliche. But yeah. yeah. It's not it, really true. I've never heard that. 
Oh, it's like um, if you're gonna like make a list of something, you make a list in threes. Well, like your punchline, you should have two more to follow it up. You know. No, no. Uh. Usually, usually, it's um, a, a not funny one, a not funny one, and a funny one. Right. Generally, mm-hmm. but it's. See, I'll go funny, not funny, not funny, and then I oh. quit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just stick. Not, yeah, not. I've funny. never actually been funny, so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> That's not true, Ned. Hey, not true. Uh, I guess example. recently I got asked to uh, submit a video for like a club to do like a big club gig or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I submitted the video and they said this, you know, they sent back that an email that was like, oh, your personality is great. Your this is great. Everything's great, except for you need to do this better or whatever. There's one of those like, kind of like discouraging things. I was like, you asked for the video, though. Like, right. why? I didn't ask for your opinion. I never have. Right. You know, it's right. like, yeah. it was like a strange situation. And I was talking to a comedian, um, a really good, like, headlining comedian um, from Lansing. And he was like, it's kind of like dating, he said. He goes, he goes, I'm not interested in dating somebody that doesn't want to date me. Now, maybe eventually they might want to date me and we can visit that then. But currently, like, I'm not trying to chase after anybody. And they're like, I kind of feel that way with comedy stuff, too. And I kind of had that where it was like, just because they don't want me now doesn't mean that they'll never want me, but it's also one of those things where it's like, if they're being weird, give it a year and then try again. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, that's like really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah like, that this is, is what good. I am. This is not for you. That's all right. I'll see you around. Yeah. And it's don't like, beg or like try to change. And that. it's one of those things where it's like, no matter how much I try to change, they're never going to. Mm-mm. As soon as I start talking like myself, mm-hmm. me, you know, it's like, that's just me. I mean, there's nothing mm-hmm. I can do about That's that. What you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can, and everybody you know. says be to be you. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, it's a tricky situation, especially with like some of that stuff where it's like when you're younger, you're liberal, you are an LGBT person, yeah. you fall into those things and like it, it's tricky cuz like as a queer person, if you say anything queer on stage, you're immediately the dirtiest comic that exists. Yeah. So it's like one of those tricky situations and like there's a couple other things like that too, but you just uh work through it and then eventually people kind of come around or people get fired and then new people come in and then they put you up. <laughs> 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 Which has been mostly what <laughs> what I've been relying oh, on. <laughs> Are you guys happy with the Michigan scene? I think it's I think it's great. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. I've, I've met some wonderful people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some assholes too, though. Mm-hmm. And for me, coming from the music scene, it's very much like the music scene. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody helps everybody. And you gig together. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same thing. It's just a whole other family of people. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty lucky to be And I'm uh, regularly uh, pleasantly surprised at how supportive people are. Who, yeah. At least theoretically are your competition. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. How about you? Are you happy with it? Yeah, they're all terrible. <laughs> no, uh, no, most everybody like it's one of those things where you know you find your group and then you kind of stick. It's like one of those like as much as everybody says uh, that there are no clicks. Of course, there's clicks. Mm-hmm. There's going to be. Yep. It's the high school lunchroom all right. over again. It's got to be that way. You know, that's just how it is everywhere. And uh, I. I'm a little sad right now because my group sort of has all moved all over the country. So, oh, yeah. So trying to find a new little group to fall into because it is one of those like tricky situations when 
when it's like, oh, I'm not being booked a ton right now. And it's like, oh, yeah, because my group has moved. <laughs> it it's is like you're a kid who just went to a different school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to make new friends. Yeah. But it, it, it takes everybody to working together to make it a scene, right? Yeah. If we were all competing, it wouldn't be the scene, a scene. Yeah. You know, like yeah. with music. Yeah. Just getting along and playing together and supporting each other makes it a scene. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but there's always that thing. Oh, so and so got that show. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, that show. yeah. But well, I'm glad for him or her. Yeah. That's normal. That's part of yeah. That. I mean, you yeah. helped me. You and Ree helped me. Uh, do you guys know who Ree is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we already She's went over that. And um, because I was out for four years and I just got back in, and you go, man, you nobody knows you. <laughs> you got to get out there. You were right. And that Re said mm-hmm. the same thing. You got to get out there, mm-hmm. and it's you know it's hard. I work a lot, but you know, so I started trying to get out there, and it's mm-hmm. out. Yes, you know, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> really, <laughs> I, I, I mean, did, you didn't. Though, I did. Your husband <laughs> paid me money. Yeah. I don't want her home. It goes get her on. out of here. It's a long story. And I've seen other scenes too. And there's like, there's like some scenes where they're like very aggressive. It is like everyone's Anthony Jeselnik or everyone is that sort yeah. of Daniel <laughs> Tosh like comedian thing. And it's like so aggressive and you go out there and you're just like, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. And it does make me miss our little scene or whatever, because with all the problems that there is there, there's also like great things and beautiful mm-hmm. things that happen in it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Boston's supposed to be like uh, they're. They're aggressive too, but they have like a cool because it's ecology. Oh, they have like yeah. a cooler, yeah. But um, they're smart comics. Yeah, they're they. What's well, uh? It's a yeah. I don't think that any. Not com- all of them. I don't think any comedians ever been smart, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you a guys lot wor- of good comics came out of Boston? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you guys worried about offending people? I do. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I will mm-hmm. say I'm sorry, and then my husband will. He's like, "Why are you saying you're sorry for in the middle of a joke?" Yeah. I'm sorry. I say. Oh, I should amend that. Um, there are certain topics that I won't discuss on stage because I know what will happen. It doesn't matter how good the joke is. No, I agree with I, you I, there. No, not yeah. doing that today. And usually, I don't want to do. I don't even want to. I don't even want to like getting. <clears throat> I don't even want to like. Engage in that area. I was like, nope, nope, nope. I, I kind of want to know what area that is. Guitar X. <laughs> that, that will clear room out so fast. Like, and stay out. <laughs> Guitar X. That was good. Well, there's definitely things when you think about, like, not say, not to be this type of person, but when you think about your brand or like your persona. Yeah, we have to, though. You have yeah. to have, you have, you have to have a list of things that you say and things that you wouldn't say. You know, it's like, I won't talk about certain topics because that is not there are certain trauma topics because that's not my life story. Right. So, like, I will never understand the sensitivities that are behind yeah, that. Yeah, good point. Yeah. <clears throat> I, um, I don't like it when other comics uh, get upset when another comic talks about a topic. I don't that, think it's that, their I place. Think that's super uncool. I don't yeah. like it. No, no, so, no. Well, I don't know why he's talking about her. She's talking about that. Well, that's her thing. This is I've what we're of, doing. I've heard of comics. I don't like that. Telling other comics you can't talk about yeah. that on stage, and I'm like, don't ever try that shit with me. No, me either. No, no, we don't do that. I don't talk about murder. 
Why? It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> think about something that would be bad. But that's my whole but that's, set. <laughs> that's all I talk but about. I stabbed him in the face. And, that's oh part of God, your lived so experience, funny. Paula. You should draw on that. I know. I you have hours of material, yeah. I'm sure. I stabbed you in the face and I don't know why. <laughs> What's your guys' favorite big comic? David Hell. I know he's not big, big, but he's... He's, it's pretty bad. He's my favorite. I've seen him at Red yeah, Laser. David Tell um, is great. Oh, yeah. That show that he did on Comedy Central in the 2000s, mm-hmm. I've watched that probably every two years. I watched the whole thing all the way through. It's, it's so really good. good. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. I like Chris Rock. He's so funny. Chris Rock is great. He's so yeah. funny. I mean, it's hard to pick one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I, uh, I guess it would have to be like a... Yeah, like a Sarah Silverman, probably. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like the people that were big when I was young were like, uh, like uh, Andy Dick, Sarah Silverman, like yeah. those, uh, mm-hmm. Tom Green, like those type Kathy of people. Griffin. Yeah. Kathy Griffin, another one. Uh, Louis. Louis. Yeah, those were like the people who they did like weird comedy and it was interesting. Uh, Judy Gold's another one. I love Judy Gold. Yeah. Where it was like people that were just doing, and uh, Maria Bamford too, where she was just like oh, yeah. young and blonde and cute and she did that secretary voice all the time. And like that was like. And obviously damaged. Yeah. And those were like. <laughs> just a strange person, but so funny. Yeah. But then of course everything changed. Cause like, you know, as you become a comedian, like there's like, you become the bigger comedy nerd, right? Yeah. Like, I love it when you ask somebody who their favorite comic is, and then they'll say, like, Mitch Hedberg, which nothing wrong with Mitch Hedberg. I like him and that sort of thing. But I'm like, who's your favorite comic, like, now? Yeah. And then they can't, like, name somebody. I'm always like, that's, what a what a disservice to yourself. Yeah. Because there's, like, there's so many other comics oh except my God, for that, yeah. you know. I just went on, um, what do you call it? YouTube? The computer. <laughs> Google? Google. And it's, it was like 20 comedians you should know. I didn't know any of them. Yeah. I didn't oh, know, really? I didn't know any of their names. I'll have to look at them. And I looked at them like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it. Uh, maybe. But I, I realized I've never seen or heard of any of these people. And I'm pretty old. But still, I mean, I, I read. I, uh, yeah. I It was surprising that I had not heard of a single one of them. Sounds like and you it better was like, go see them. Uh, I think I might. I think I might have It's to. one of those like podcast things too. That's where probably you what learn it is. most of them from podcasts. Yep. But it is a strange uh Is that mine? <laughs> oh my god. I have a, I have a question and you cover for me. I'll cover for you guys. Okay. What is what is the difference between a humorist and a comedian? Oh, because <laughs> I just bought tickets for David Sedaris. I love him, and I love I, David Sedaris. I've never seen him live. I love is David. he going to get up? I saw him and, at Michigan Theater. He was good. What's he going to do? Is he going to? He reads stuff from his books. Oh, okay. And then he takes questions. Oh, um, it wasn't me. It used to be. Uh, it used to be kind of a put down, like someone's a good comedian, and then they sort of like start sitting on a bar stool on stage and wearing a beret, and like, oh, he's a humorist now. Like, it used to be kind of a subtle put-down. But then again, there are writers in American literature who are considered humorists okay. who are great and legendary. So it's it, it, it has different connotations for people. Okay. I just I didn't know what to expect. Is he going to, like, do stand-up? Because he's a humorist. He reads, I'm like, oh, what does that He mean? reads from his stuff. But he's a, very good, he's a very good performer. Yeah, I'm excited. You'll enjoy it. Well, you guys, we're almost done. I wanted to do this fun thing. Uh, I'm going to read a joke. You guys got to guess who it is. Whose joke it is. Yeah. Okay. Who's the comedian? 
I might turn to sound like her. You know, oh. I, I steal. <laughs> I already fucked that up. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to suck ass at this. Okay. <clears throat> old people, old people, the bodies are disgusting. I mean, I used to use my left boob as a stopper in the tub. Peggy Beanie. No. <laughs> Joan Rivers? Yes. Oh. Were you going to guess that? I was okay. going to say, I'm pretty sure it's a female yeah. comic, but maybe not. I was going to do a voice. Um, this one, is there enough time passed that we can admit that Trump was funny? My friends would say, there's nothing funny about Trump. I don't know. During Hurricane Durain, he said, maybe we should nuke it. <laughs> Bill Burr? Close. Peggy Beatty. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wrote that shit. He's kind of new. Uh, uh, Not Trevor Noah. Mark Norman? No, no, but they're friends. Oh, um, Sam Morrell? No. no. Uh, Joe List? No. no. Uh, he five got, seconds. He got fired from uh, SNL oh, before uh, he even started. Oh, what's it? Oh, Gillis. Yeah. Shane Gillis? Oh, my God. He's my favorite. <laughs> I just love I that guy. Work. Oh, you got to okay. listen to him. He does the best, out. Trump. Um, and the next one. Let's nuke it is good. <laughs> it's really good. I ever, remember when he said that. It was so funny. Did you ever see the thing on whatever they're called? On Facebook, there was like a big twister and some guy had his shotgun. It was real. It wasn't a gag. He was trying to kill it with his shotgun. What a, what a metaphor about America. Anyway. But there's that there's a biblical story about the the king who uh, tidal wave ruined his village or whatever, so he whipped it. <laughs> and it's from the Bible, and it's like it's like we never learn anything. <laughs> As humans, we never learn anything. I was like, from everybody who was like, after this pandemic, I'm really gonna change my life. I was like, you dumb bitch, you're gonna be right back on the same old bullshit. I was like, there is no question. Like you're never gonna change. You're an alcoholic, and that's just oh, what it is. <laughs> Even more. Okay, last one. <clears throat> you women are amazing. You can fake an orgasm, but you can't fake a good mood. Bert Kreischer? No. No. I have Peggy Beatty. <laughs> oh, no. I'm trying to think of comedians that you would like. Uh, <laughs> Comedy for 12 You mentioned them. Uh, Chris Rock? No. No. Attell? Sam Morrell. Oh, Sam Morrell. Fuck. <laughs> God, he's so good. Sam Morrell is great. That's funny. I wish I could do crowd work. That drives me crazy. He, what don't I you try do. right now? We're crowd. Go ahead. Give it a shot. <laughs> See, I even need notes to fucking interview Just you. Ask Sam <laughs> Peggy, ask me where I'm from. Come on, do it. Sam? Well, I think we're done here, guys. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Did you have fun? That was, yeah. that was a treat. Yeah. Thank you for, Thank you for coming. Very well. Huh? That rehearsal went very well. Now let's go out and give him a show. Yeah. She didn't hit record. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, oh my happened. God. That would be the Jesus. fourth podcast that that's happened to me. I had to come back once because the person didn't hit record. I didn't that do that. the shit out of me. Something went wrong and oh my God. It was Dean's. It wasn't mine. I had a. It was bad. Kind of a pretty good set at Trixie's. And I'm like, Alex, can I get a tape? He goes, the sound wasn't working. Oh, okay. Well, that just yeah. Once that was the time. best Alex impression I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. It wasn't the voice, but it was like your inflection face. on your face. 
sounds like he wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> I was right. so sad. The sound wasn't working. <laughs> it was so good. I, I've been working on it. Yeah, inside the Now that he's studio. moving to Chicago, I'm really, I'm going to do a one-man act in Evening with Alex Rollick. Mm. And you're all invited. Good. Yeah. It's going to be expensive, but. All right, you guys. Ned Rice. Thank you, Peggy. Mike Boone. Thank you, Peggy. Paula Mesner. Thank you, Peggy. I'm Peggy Beattie. Oh.